0: Welcome to Alex Anderson's Quilt Connection, dedicated to educate, inspire, and grow today's quilting community. Hi, I'm Alex Anderson, and welcome to the Quilt Connection with episode number 79. The title of this one is Man, Oh Man. Hmm, I thought about this this morning when I was having one of those early morning meetings with yourself, you know, the ones that are happen at like four in the morning and the most important people are there, me, myself, and I. And I was reflecting on this past week and some things that had happened. Well, first of all, in case you missed my e-letter, Ricky Timms was on the CBS Sunday morning show and um, was really quite exciting. It was the one with Charles Osgood and the one where there's always like a sun that pops up at the end of each segment. Well, how that came about was one of the producer's parents have a place that's outside of La Vida. That's where Ricky lives and it's called Chikara. It's Charming little place. Anyways, he stumbled into Ricky's um, studio, and I think was quite taken by the whole thing. And so he contacted Ricky and wanted to do a piece on him. And then he also found out about International Quilt Festival, and they went there also. And so there was not only um, a portion of it on Ricky, but also a portion of it about International Quilt Festival in Houston and an interview with Carrie along with uh, many wonderful quilts that were the winners this past year. So anyways, um, I loved the piece. Uh, I got about three seconds of screen time. I am so grateful that they uh, even highlighted the fact that Ricky has a TV show. And when you go to their website, it has a link through to The Quilt Show as well as Quilts Inc. So we got a lot of people, you know, coming over to our site and checking things out, along with, you know, kind of letting people know that this is quite a big industry that we're enjoying today, and it's just not a bunch of little old ladies uh, with hair in buns. Well, in the piece, the producer was a... not the producer, the host was Ricky, of course, no, the host was Seth, let me get this right, and then it was Ricky, and they also went to a portion of his super seminar, and they interviewed a male quilter there. And um, I got some interesting feedback, and and it was that people loved it, but how come men were being highlighted? Because it is typically a woman's sport. Well, you know, I... I just thought that was so interesting. Now, let me go way, way back, and then I'll come back to this. When the kids were growing up, Matthew, who is my beloved webmaster, happened to be Joey's best friend. Actually, there were three of them, Andrew, Joey, and Matthew. And I think um, quilting was just part, not I think, quilting was just part of my lifestyle. And many times when the kids would come over, they would find me in... My sewing room doing my thing. And I actually think that's why Matthew is the excellent webmaster that he is for me because he's kind of been raised and bred with quilting, so as my kids have. Well, anyway, um, one day Matthew walked into my sewing room. He was just a little guy and uh, he said something about guys don't quilt. Well, that was the wrong thing to say to Alex Anderson. And I whipped out a book and started showing him the work of Michael James, who, of course, you know, his work is, was, and always has been fabulous, very artsy and and just wonderful. So um, Matthew learned a very big lesson that day, and that was don't stereotype who's quilting or what quilting is or whatever. Uh, About at the same time, there was an article that came out in a magazine. My guess is that it was Quilter's newsletter because I think that was the only magazine at the time, but yet that doesn't seem to add up. But Well, remember Roseanne, Rosanna Dana from Saturday Night Live? Well, in this article, it was about we've got to uh, understand that there are many, many male quilters out there whose work needs to be celebrated and explored and it went on and on and on. And then to prove its point, it said, take, for example, the work of Alex Anderson. Yeah, well, never have been, never will be, but isn't that funny? Um, also, at the time, the quilts that I were that I was making or were making were very, very masculine and feel. In fact, one, what, Controller's Dream, was in a quilt show and two guys were looking at it. And I think that was kind of the moment when I was recognized as this great quilt maker, male quilt maker, was because of this particular quilt. Because you see these two men looking at it were citing that a woman would never make a quilt like this. I'll tell you what, I'll put a picture of Controller's Dream on my website and you can take a look at it and tell me what you think. So there's always been this struggle of, are there male quilt makers, you know, to what percentage, et cetera. I do know that many women have come up to me, and as a result of Simply Quilts, they um, their husbands would sit and watch it and get introduced into our sport in kind of a very backhanded way. I've also met couples when I'm out at national shows where the guy has taken up quilting. Now, I have to tell you, I don't know how I'd feel about that if John took up quilting because... My quilting space is rather sacred, and I I remember the time I walked in and I found my daughter Adair at my uh, Bernina sewing machine, and it just kind of jarred me. It's like, hey, don't you know the cardinal rule? Don't touch other people's stuff. So um, it's just an interesting thing. Well, anyways, back to the CBS piece. Uh, I stumbled on a message board, and There were some women that were disgruntled with the fact that it was a guy that was being highlighted, that it was a guy being interviewed, and a guy that they chose as a random person to interview. To me, this was absolutely glorious. I'm a smart enough woman to know that as soon as men get involved in something, it's going to become much more efficient much more, I don't know, accepted. I can remember way back when, um, well, probably still happens in some regions of the world in the United States, where people, there's a push and pull between quilts as art. And, um, well, even, for example, the Quilts of G's bands, where, you know, they end up in museums, and I think that's great because the second our quilts are recognized as art pieces, whether they're traditional, whether they're contemporary, it just ups the value of quilt making and it takes it to another level. And so I was in no way, no way put off that um, it was all about men, that I only had three seconds of screenplay I was thrilled at the piece, and I was thrilled that on a major network, quilting was being celebrated. I also loved that they dipped back into history and hit on the renaissance of quilting, which basically started in the early 70s in the United States, and cited people who um, have really helped build what we are enjoying today, so... Kudos to CBS. Loved it, loved it, loved it. And if you want to see this piece, it's about seven minutes. Oh, and then other people were saying, well, it wasn't long enough. Oh, people, people, people. Seven minutes on a field piece like this is huge. On The Quilt Show and Simply Quilts, if you get... I shouldn't say field piece. Yeah, it was a field piece. You know, three to four minutes is a really long piece. Oh, and you go to CBS, The Morning Show... And then look for the little button that that says something about quilts. But the other thing that was really cute was um, Ricky had the Seth, the reporter, on a sewing machine. And Ricky showed him how to knock out feathers. Now, Ricky does it freeform, and I don't know how he does that. I still have to draw mine out. It's just like how I can't needle-turn things either. Well, anyways, um, this guy sat down at the sewing machine, and he made fun of his feathers. Hey, I was impressed. I thought it was great. So the other thing I want you to do is once you go and watch this again at CBS's website, the Sunday Morning Early Show, write them a letter because I believe that the more stations hear our voice, the more quilting will be covered for the world to enjoy. My personal mission statement, which you've probably heard me say here and there, is to educate, inspire, and grow today's quilting market. And believe me, the CBS shot did that. Now, also, as an aside about guy quilters, I got an email from a gentleman up in, I think, Northern California, and he has taken to quilting. And... The whole letter was, okay, you're trying to grow this market. There is 50% of our population that's not being marketed to. And I thought, you know what? He's right. He's absolutely right. When I wrote my kids' quilting book, I had to work with uh, kids. And there were two boys and I think three girls, or four girls. And the boys took to this like ducks to water and I thought that was really interesting because they weren't faced with the stereotypes that that perhaps, excuse me, adults might be. They loved it. And then I thought, of course they love it. What is not to love about quilting if you're a guy? Number one, you have tools. Number two, you have weapons of destruction, and that would be rotary cutters. And number three, it's a very... um Geometric kind of, well, look at John Flynn, bridge building type experience. So, so really, technically, guys should love quilting. So, his big deal was we are missing half of the world in our marketing strategy. Then, the other thing he said is that to be a guy and say you're a quilter is a whole nother bag of worms. And I was struck by that. Because, as you know, you listen to my podcasts, I travel all over the world. I'm on the airplane a lot, and people will say, well, what do you do for a living? Well, I'm a quilter. Well, instantly, that stereotype goes bang right into their mind. Oh, you make blankets? Do you sell your blankets, you know, for you know, fifty nine ninety five. It's just kind of like, then I feel like I have to prove myself to who I am As a person and what I do for a living, and it's just so stupid. It's beyond belief. And I honestly believe if there were more guy quilters, this wouldn't be an issue. There would be a greater understanding of who we are as a community. So I hope this is not my um, Roseanne, Rosanna, Dana moment. I love it when I'm out lecturing and teaching Uh, Typically, in an audience of 50 women, there's one guy, love you, love to see your smiling faces. In the olden days, it was probably 150 women to one guy. And um, as far as, you know, passing this tradition on to the next person, because you know I feel very strongly about that, don't just look at your neighbor lady. Look at the guy sitting next to you. Okay, John, are you interested in uh, learning to quilt now that you're working on The Quilt Show full-time? Be careful what you wish for. It might just happen. Until we meet, and we do get around, happy quilting. For more quilting information and inspiration, please visit us at alexandersonquilts.com.